Hey there, it's Therapist Tierra, and last week we chatted about how narcissistic parents respond to their children. This relationship is conditional, and it leaves children feeling a sense of rejection, especially when they get older or move out of the childhood home. Y'all, I got quite a bit of feedback on this topic, and I wanted to dedicate this session to unpacking a few more things specifically related to the narcissistic mother in relationship to her daughter. All right, have a seat and let's get started. When you think about the role of a mother, she's the first heartbeat that a baby will ever hear. She's safe, she's warm, and for some, she gives that first taste of milk. In the article, Daughters of a Narcissistic Mother, How a Narcissistic Mother May Set the Stage for an Abusive Partner, the author, Darlene Lancer, says, We naturally long for her physical and emotional sustenance. Her touch, her smile, and her protection, her empathetic reflection of our feelings, wants, and needs informs us who we are and that we have value. A narcissistic mother who cannot empathize damages her children's healthy psychological development. Like narcissists in the Greek myth, she sees only a reflection of herself. There is no boundary of separateness between her and her children, whom she cannot see as unique individuals worthy of love. Symptoms of narcissism that make up narcissistic personality disorder, they vary in severity, but they inevitably compromise a narcissist's ability to parent. When there's more than one child in the home, children who have mothers that's narcissistic at times have unique experiences. More specifically, daughters are affected a little differently than their brothers. It might be because the little girls hang around their moms quite a bit. In some households, daughters are trying on their mom's shoes, wearing their makeup. Little girls see no wrong in their mothers because they view their mom as a superwoman. Narcissistic mothers may see their daughters as either a threat or a trophy for their own ego. Last week, remember, we talked about how the narcissistic parent paints a picture and the child is within that painting, right? Well, in the same sense, the narcissistic mother is molding her daughter into a version of herself or even her idealized self. Within this household, be aware that if there are two daughters, it can be a difficult situation for the other daughter who may not fit into the mold of that narcissistic mother's shapings. Babe. Babe, wake up. Wake up. What? Huh? What's going on? Babe, you realize it took me like five times to get you up? You were shaking, and you kept repeating the same phrase over and over again. Babe, it's nothing. Let's just go back to sleep. <laughs> I ain't gonna be doing this again. 
Now, this is the third time they had to wake you up over the night. Your fists were clenched. You were shaking. And don't be telling me, oh, it's just a nightmare. Or, you know, this ain't nothing major. <sighs> I think this is something to this. And, babe, for real, I think you need to talk to someone. I'm good. I'm strong. I've got this. I told you that. It happened in the past, and I'm over it. Now, I know you're trying to be that strong, independent woman. And you are strong, babe. You are definitely strong. But for a girl, this ain't the time. Obviously, you don't have it under control, and it's getting worse. I'm not talking to a therapist. I understand that, babe. And I'm not pressuring you to talk to a therapist. But what I would like you to do is get some level of support. And if you're okay, there's this book that I think would be really helpful. It's called I Need to Talk, But Not to a Therapist. How do you feel about that, baby? Well, I definitely don't want to sit in front of a therapist, but a book seems safe. Um... I guess I, I'm I'm open to it. I'm open. All right, baby. Well, I'll definitely do that for you. Listeners, if you can relate to this story and would like to get more information, you can order your copy of I Need to Talk But Not to a Therapist today from Amazon. And please make sure to leave a review. Keep in mind that the daughter that does fit into the mold will more than likely grow into a woman who struggles with just being in her own skin. It's because as a child, she rarely, if ever, feels accepted by just being her. She has to choose between sacrificing herself and losing her mother's love. A pattern of self-denial and accommodation is replayed as codependency in adult relationships. In my book, I Need to Talk, but Not to a Therapist, I have a section dedicated to family dysfunction, specifically in the area of codependency. It's been my experience at times that people who are codependent attract people that use and abuse. People consider checking it out and seeing if there are areas within your own life journey that stand out. And let's get healthy. randomness. Last week, a listener said to me, Tiara, if narcissists are so selfish, why would they want to have kids anyway? That's a good question. And my response was, why wouldn't they want to have children? You see, a lot of times it's about having someone to control. In the Psychology Today article, Narcissistic Parents, Psychological Effect on Their Children, Dr. Seth Myers says, the problem with being a child of a narcissist is that it takes these children so many years of frustration and anguish to figure out that mom or dad isn't quite right. Until that point, these children are merely dancing as fast as they can, trying to please the impossible to please narcissistic parent. You see, it takes years to finally see that that type of parenting that they've been receiving is totally wrong, if not mm, emotionally abusive. Hey there, it's Therapist Tiara, and if you enjoyed this podcast, you can find this one and more by searching for Therapist Tiara wherever you get your podcasts. If you're still not open to seeing a therapist, trust me, I get it. I've made it easy for you to get prepared to start or think about starting therapy. 
I'd like to encourage you to check out my book, which is available on Amazon. It's called, I Need to Talk, But Not to a Therapist. Yep, you got it. It's called, I Need to Talk, But Not to a Therapist. I Need to Talk, But Not to a Therapist. Y'all, it's a user guide for people on the fence about starting therapy. I need you to know it's my heart, and I need you to remember that what's not addressed will create a mess along the generational line. Let's link arms and cleaning some stuff up that, you know, needs to be uprooted and new things that need to be planted. I look forward to seeing you in our next session. Bye.